Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is February, February. Today is February. I can't even, February? That's, that, that's not right. February is how we're supposed to say it. February is how you spell it. I don't know. February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. How's your ma? Tell her I said hello. I am happy that Valentine's Day has landed on Chinese New Year. I'm sure it's happened before. I never noticed it. But it happened so close. Basically, first day of Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Uh, or apparently, happy Lunar New Year. I want to be inclusive. People are upset about that. And I don't want you to have a happy Lunar New Year. I want you to have a happy Chinese New Year. It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. Happy Chinese New Year. I hope you all get rich. People are upset. There's a war on Chinese New Year and nobody is talking about it, people. People want everyone to say happy Lunar New Year because it's inclusive. And I'm not on board. I'm not on board. There are things that make Chinese New Year different from Lunar New Year. And I want you to happy have I want you to have a happy Lunar New Year. Sure. But my priority right now, happy Chinese New Year. I hope you get rich. I hope you have a happy Chinese New Year, regardless of what, how you celebrate it. If you call it a Lunar New Year and there are lions dancing and not dragons, that's great. I hope dragons dance for you. That's how I'm committed to this. I will call celestial beings from the heavens that sound exactly like Eddie Murphy. Or is it Chris Tucker? No, they sound like Eddie Murphy. And they will bring honor to your family or something. I don't know. Happy Chinese New Year, y'all. Uh, no, there's a lot of people that are getting upset that you're like, no, you shouldn't use the term Chinese New Year because other people celebrate it. We're going to say Happy Lunar New Year. And I'm like, well, I'm Chinese, and I hope that you get to experience the joy that I experience. Happy Chinese New Year. And exclusively, happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> People are crazy. Uh, it, re <laughs> it reminds me, like, uh, I think I told you this, guys, before I got into an argument with a woman uh, when I was at Starbucks, like, maybe last year, year before. I was like, hey, uh, happy, happy holidays. And the woman behind me was like, um, it's Merry Christmas. <laughs> aren't you, aren't you a Christian and I was like, yeah, but I don't know what they are, and I don't care to talk about it. And um, I just, so I just say Happy New Year's and keep it moving. How you doing? Keep it moving. And that's how I feel about Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Well, we uh, we don't celebrate Chinese New Year. We celebrate the Lunar New Year. Well, fuck, I don't care. Happy Chinese New Year. That's what I celebrate. That's what I wish on you. I don't know the difference between Chinese New Year and Lunar New Year, but all I know is that I hope you have a happy Chinese one. I hope all of your New Year joys are Chinese. Okay, I'm, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking four minutes into it. Like, yeah, fucking move on. We get it. I got you. I got you. Happy Chinese New Year. Uh, I hope you get rich. Uh, 
恭喜發財。Um, people, uh, yeah, happy Chinese New Year, happy Vietnamese New Year, happy Lunar New Year, happy fucking mid-August harvest moon festival. If that is what you want, I, as if that's what you identify it as, I don't know. I'm not here to like. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Happy Chinese New Year. Uh, fucking move on. Okay. Uh, I do, uh, like I was saying, I'm very excited that uh, New Year started on Friday. Valentine's Day is on Sunday. They were so close, so, so close together that I got to celebrate just one with my wife. And she was perfectly okay with it. We were like, Happy Valentine New Year. Gung Hei Valentine Choi. I don't know. But she was all for it. I took her out to dinner. I uh, took her to dim sum because she loves that shit. I secretly think. I secretly think. It's just me and you guys, right? I secretly think that not only does my wife adore me, I think that she likes to show other Filipinos that her husband's Chinese. <laughs> I feel like she's just, it's just like we go out to public, we go out to eat. It's just a lot of pageantry. Like, hey, look, look how light skinned my husband is. Look how short, pale, and handsomely Chinese my husband is. I don't know. Uh, we went, we went to dim sum for Chinese New Year. Uh, there's a lot of Filipinos out here in Las Vegas, and not a bad thing. I just forget that like the majority of the Asian people that are in Las Vegas are Filipino. Chinese restaurant full of Filipinos. I was the only Chinese person there not working, so that felt uh, interesting. <laughs> and uh, my what? Like we got there, we got to the parking lot. The place opens at 10:30, and we get uh, we pull up at like 10. 10, 10, 10, 15, and my wife is like, oh, my God, there's people already in the parking lot, but there's no line. They're just people waiting, kind of just hanging out in their cars, and my wife was excited. She was pumped. She was hungry. More importantly, she was hungry, and so she goes, uh, hey, we're getting in line. I was like, there isn't a line. There's nobody there's people here, but there's no line. She goes, cool. Cool story, bro. You know how you start a line? You stand in one. <laughs> That's how you start a line is you just stand in front of a door and literally without fail, we, get in, we stand in the doorway and then within seconds, there was a whole line of people. And we were those assholes. We were those assholes that were like everyone else was looking around like, well, fuck, I was here first. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss out on this shit. Are they opening? He's Chinese. He must know. He must know if they're opening. They must be opening early. So, within seconds, there was like a whole line, and then like the way that the door is is like stairs, and we're at the top of the stairs, and my wife is just looking like, <laughs> I'm the only one that brought a Chinese. Nah, she didn't say that. But it feels like it. I'm just projecting my own insecurities on my wife, which sounds like a healthy relationship. Um, but she was so excited. Uh, we get there. We're waiting in line. They open the doors, and they had to, like, sign in. We were actually, uh, for somehow, somehow, 
even though we were first in line, we ended up being second in line. I don't know what kind of voodoo magic they pulled on us, but somebody like slid it. Like they opened the doors, and then there was like a gap, and this old Tita just slid in, and like she trumped us, right? It was like an old Tita with uh, a, a white man, an older white man. And apparently, in the hierarchy, she was older than my wife, and she had a white man, which trumps, like, she had, like, the highest hand in the deck, apparently. So she slid in and just gave her, like, the license to get first. I don't know where she came from. And by the time I realized it happened, it was like, well, fucking kudos to her, right? What am I going to do? Just start my new year just cursing out an old woman and her husband? At a Chinese restaurant in English. I don't know. So there was like a sign-up sheet, which is just the way they do it in Vegas. You have to have a reservation, but we don't have reservations. So you sign up. You just sign your name in this guest book, and that becomes your reservation. So they sign in. I sign in. As I'm signing in, my wife sees, like, the woman, the tita, did not even wait to be seated. The tita just fucking beelined it to whatever her table was, right? It's her table. She just, all the tables in all of the land, she's like, this is mine. And she sat, she just beelined it. And then my wife saw it, and I wasn't even signing in yet. I just grabbed the pen. I see the corner of my eye. My wife beelines it to a, to a different table all the way in that same section. And that's how excited my wife was. My wife was so excited. She didn't even, like, logically think it through. She was hungry. She was excited. She was happy. She's like, we're starting this new year off the right way by feeding me. <laughs> she beelines it, and we're sitting down. And I was like, why are we sitting here? Like, she chose, like, a corner booth. And she was like, well, freaking Lola over there, she just beelined it. I, I wasn't going to miss out on the table. Like, we're second in line. How are you going to miss out on a table? There's 40 tables here. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I just got caught up. I was so excited. And I was like, you know, we've, we've done dim sum numerous times. You know, if you get to sit at any table, ask any real Chinese person, any real Chinese person, you go, where would you sit if you had all of the seats in the house? At dim sum. And in dim sum, they'll tell you uh, the one right in front of the fucking kitchen. My wife chose the second worst table in all of all of the tables. My wife, Tita picked the first one, which is like the corner furthest away from. And then my wife sat next to her table. And I was like, you know, the best table is literally sitting in front of the kitchen where the carts come out. I don't know. I'm so excited. It was adorable. I, I fucking love. I adore my wife, and when she gets this childhood, like, just childish. I, I don't know. I don't know. I fall in love with her every single time, and I just had to do nothing but shake my head. It's like she was so excited, so hungry. She didn't even th- like. It didn't even phase her. Like, hey, you you know, you pick like the second worst table in all of the the restaurant. And she goes, well, I don't care. I'm eating. She's tying up her hair. So we had Chinese, uh, we had Chinese dim sum.
Hong Kong style. Uh, wow, that was a bad accent, Loy. And then we uh, we gallivanted around uh, Vegas. Now, if you've ever been to Vegas, uh, there's a shit ton of casinos, and on the Strip, they are like the most extravagant. And you go, we went to the Bellagio, and they had this like Chinese New Year. <sighs> I don't know. In the auditorium. No, that's not an auditorium. In the atrium? I don't know. In the hallway? They they have like a, they'll have like a Christmas thing. Like every holiday they put up like this big thing where you go and you take pictures. And uh there was a there was a Chinese one because they want Chinese money. Uh so we went and uh we took pictures and then we went uh my wife had never been to like downtown Vegas, which is like the old town, like Fremont experience. So we go walking around, and um, the like while we're out there, I get alert. Go, hey, there's severe thunderstorms coming in five minutes, <laughs> and I was like, well, in five minutes, I mean, it can't be that bad. Winds of sixty miles an hour. And I was like, well, it's probably mess us because I mean, why would I get this crazy alert? I get crazy alerts all of the time. I never see it. Flash flooding, it doesn't even rain. I see these things, and I think, ah, that's fine, whatever. Uh, torrential downpour, 70-mile-an-hour winds. We get stuck outside. The one day me and my wife decide to stick our heads out into, like, the public, and uh, we get hit with with uh, thunderstorms. That wasn't thunderstorms. It was just, like, really bad wind. And my wife was, like, Moana or, like... Uh, what was the X-Men? Storm. She was like, Storm, Holly Berry. And she's like, yeah, it's only going to be a couple minutes. And we're, we're we're waiting like in the awning. And then it's like windy. And she's like, yeah, in three minutes, two minutes. And it's done. <laughs> and I was like, wow, my wife should be a, a weather woman. That would be dope. Um, but yeah, that was that's how we celebrated our th- our, our our Chinese New Year slash uh, uh, Valentine's Day. We gallivanted around. We uh, saw um, we saw some. Uh, we went to the Bellagio. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you call it. It's a themed exhibit. That's what it is. It's a Chinese New Year exhibit. And then you go, Hey, Lloyd, don't you mean a Lunar New Year exhibit? I don't know. There was only Chinese people there. Or Chinese things. Like, everything was about Chinese, Chinese, whatever. I don't know. You could probably still go down there, see it. We celebrate this shit for, like, 14 days or something. I don't know. 13 days. It's math. I don't know what the days are, but it's more than a day, less than a month. You figure it out. And then we got caught in the storm. So that's how was your uh, Valentine's Day? Did you go and pick from a prefixed menu and spend 400% more than what you normally would? I hope you did. I hope you get rich this year. Happy Chinese New Year. So in the news, uh, Gina Carano, former UFC fighter, superstar, now turned actress. Uh, she was in Deadpool. She was from The Mandalorian, now formerly. Uh, was in trouble. She got fired from The Mandalorian for tweeting. And I'm confused. Like, I don't condone. I don't even know 
what she said or in its context, but apparently she's been pissing a lot of people off with her tweets. And just like any other troll or bully or uh, person that made a living at kicking people in the head, I don't know. She just started trolling people. And then it went too far. It went too far, people. And my confusion is this. You know better than this. This getting canceled from Twitter. Like, you don't need Twitter. You just keep on cashing those Mandalorian checks. Hey, is it important for me to say what I want to say? Or is it important for me to keep on cashing freaking Star Wars checks? I'm going to go with, uh, you should probably keep on cashing Star Wars checks and probably staying off Twitter. Now, if she was a stand-up comedian like I am, or she is in the public of, she's in the business of her opinion, maybe. But uh, it pisses me off. Not what she said. I'm sure what she said was egregious. I didn't read it. But all I know is she is fucking up. The universe and the stories that I want to see and I want to know more about. There was a possibility of her having her own spinoff. And not that I am overly enthralled with her and her acting, but it's a character that takes part in a universe and I want more. I grew up on Star Wars and every year, Thanksgiving... Christmas, any family gathering, we had one of three movies to choose from. Episode four, five, or six, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi, excuse me, Last Jedi. And now, like, you got to see that over and over again. And we used to get excited. We're like, hey, new edition, a new Lucasfilm edition, new digitally remastered, new something. We wanted that 47 seconds of new footage. We wanted that animation in the background. Every Because we were tired of watching the same movie Every freaking year. And now, and now people are complaining, maybe, hey, maybe there's too much Star Wars. Maybe, but at least you have more to choose from. You go three movies. Well, what do you watch? What do you want guys want to watch? What did we watch last time? I don't know. It all fucking blends in. So she's fucking up this this ability for other people to create more in this universe. I'm sure her character was intertwined with other stories so they could paint this beautiful universe that I, as a kid, wanted to know more. Now we have more. Now she's fucking it up because she can't stay off Twitter and trolling people. People are like, shut up, boy. You're killing the podcast. I know. I know. Maybe this is, maybe I'm having my own Gina Carano moment. Um, I'm going to have to edit this out. <laughs> Uh, I fucking hate editing. I don't edit to save my life. Anyways, uh, there's so much going on in the Star Wars universe. I'm pumped for it, and I feel like Gina Carano is just just unnecessarily throwing her shit, uh, throwing uh, a monkey wrench in all of the shit. And she's just an actress. I don't know. Who am I to, who am I to say? It's not like, again... Uh, it's not like she has. Uh, she's in the business of her, her own opinion. She has her own opinion. She's entitled to her own opinion. But her business isn't her opinion like mine. You know? 
Uh, or like Dave Chappelle, who is also, look at that fucking segue, who is also in the headlines. The Chappelle show is coming back. Uh, apparently, uh, Dave Chappelle has been paid his money to get his likeness back. And from like a business standpoint, I'm amazed because I feel like that's the impossible. He literally signed away his name and his likeness in throughout the galaxy long, long ago in a far, far away galaxy and uh, forever in perpetuity. And just off of his power, his name, his protest alone has forced an ironclad contract to uh, be reneged. And I feel like that is way more impressive than lightsabers or getting fired for tweets. Uh, what he, what I feel like he did is the impossible. And I feel like what uh, people are learning is like you should probably read contracts. You should probably have people in, in your corner. Um, but more importantly, the power of the people, the power of the numbers, the power of the eyeballs on things, the people's attention is what is the new commodity. And that's what I learned from it. Congratulations to Dave Chappelle for getting uh, his name, his likeness, his show more or less back. I don't know, I don't know the, the exact contract verbiage or, or, or whatnot, but he's been paid for it. Great. He's changing the system even ever so slightly. I'm impressed. Very, very impressed. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I saw Chad Chappelle. I saw Zack Snyder is, uh, dropped a new, uh, a new trailer for Justice League because it was such a flop. They're like, hey, let's see if we can re-edit it and make it better. But it's like, hey, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, I'm not watching another fucking Justice League movie where we more or less know that it's probably going to be horrible because DC can't get their shit straight. I'm not going to watch it. I watch a trailer, and I literally watch a trailer, and I can say, I don't know what's going on. I watched the movie, I the, the first movie, and it was so underwhelming. It was so without whelm. I, I don't know. Uh, I have zero want. And they go, hey, it's better. Maybe. Fool me once. I'm not going to watch it. There's nothing. I, I watched the trailer, and I was like, I don't, I don't even remember any of this movie. I don't remember anything that happened. I don't know how any of these cutscenes fit into the movie. And frankly, I don't care. I didn't even want to watch the trailer. The trailer was like two minutes, 23 seconds. And a minute in, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. No mas. Uh, so when it comes out on HBO Max, I, I, I probably won't watch it. I just don't care. Like, DC has had such a horrible track record. But if they wanted to cast me in something, hey, come talk to me. But I have zero want to understand this universe. Um, speaking of Dave Chappelle and uh, my uh, curiosities, I don't know. 
Was I talking about that? Who knows? Uh, everyone seems to be moving to Texas, and more specifically, Austin. And apparently people have uh, been saying that, you know, Austin is the place to be in, in, in Texas. It's the liberal spot. And it will be the capital, the comedy capital of the country in, in due time. And I don't know. Uh, I don't think I want to move again. I, I, I moved from L.A., from Boston to L.A. to D.C. to Albuquerque to here. I'm kind of done at this age. I don't have a will or want to move anywhere else. And uh, Austin, I've been there. It's dope. Do I want to live there? Not particularly. Uh, Texas is not really high on my list of places, but I do like Houston. My aunt lives out there. I've been out there. Everyone I've met from Houston I like. I just, uh, Texas, I just don't think I have it in me. I don't think I have another uh, fucking move in me. And if I move, it's because I got a summer home somewhere. And I just can't, I can't see myself uh, setting up shop. But Austin is like the one blue dot in a sea of red. And if everyone from California, everyone from L.A. is moving there, it's probably the last place I want to be. Houston to Austin is like, I think it's only like an hour. It's like it's not far. So maybe I'll move to Houston if I have – like I like Vegas a lot. I like everything about it, the accessibility, the 24 hours, everything, the price. It's affordable, but I can't see myself moving from here. And if I did, Texas – if I moved to Texas, it would be Houston. I kind of like it. Um, so, yeah, I can't see myself moving moving to Austin. It's expensive, and everyone's moving there. I'll come visit. If you're out there in Austin, uh, I'll come visit. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll show up at the uh, the Joe Rogan comedy. I, w- I want to know what Joe Rogan is going to name his comedy club. That'd be the very curious thing that I have. That's my question. Like, what are you going to name it? Is it Rogan's Comedy Club? Is it the JRE the the Joe Rogan Experience Comedy Club? I don't know. I'm I'm curious about that. Uh, I've been, uh, somebody emailed me and was like, yeah, you should be doing this on Twitch. You should be doing this podcast. You should be creating content on Twitch. And here, I'll tell you this, guys. I have a hard time creating content because I'm lazy. And content is like not, the like I gotta, I gotta be better at creating content, but creating content doesn't seem to be like my drive. I don't want to be the best video editor. I want to be a good podcast. I want to be an enjoyable podcaster. But when it comes to me, I kind of just don't want to do more. I'm, I'm having a hard time creating content and, and, and just maintaining this podcast. And last week I was like, hey, I'm going to do a second podcast. And then I've got my other podcast with uh, Eddie Lyles from Broken Diamond Comedy. Shout out to Eddie Lyles and Terrence G. It's called I'm a Get in Trouble Podcast. Um, Twitch is interesting. I don't know. Oh, shout out to uh, Angel Lopez, Angel Lopez out in Albuquerque. He's he's hitting Twitch hard. And he was always like, yeah, you should probably get on it. <sighs> Creating more content's difficult. <sighs> Plus, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and Twitch is always that weird thing. Like, I, I kind of have a hard time fundamentally understanding it where I grew up in the time of playing video games. Like, you want to be the guy playing. You don't want to be the guy watching. Because if you're the guy watching, you're probably the younger brother. 
but Twitch is based off a community where everyone just wants to watch other people play video games. And it's not that I'm knocking it. It's just not something I understand. Um, and then creating content for it. So I don't know. I don't know who's on Twitch. I don't know how to get in there. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitch. I don't know. Loyally Comedy. Who knows? Okay, guys. That was disturbingly close to 30 minutes. Um, happy Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year. I don't know. I hope you get rich. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. And maybe stop tweeting absurd shit. And uh, yeah, love you guys. <laughs> I am ending on a very, very low energy note. Okay, guys, I love you very much. I probably won't be on Twitch anytime soon. Love you guys. Bye.